All right, this is a story worth talking about. The number of banking records the Canadian government is sharing with U.S. tax authorities under the information sharing deal that was uh, started, I think, back in 2015 uh, is increasing. Uh, The CRA sent 900,000 financial records belonging to Canadian residents to the IRS in September, nearly a third more than it sent the previous year. For the 2018 tax year, John Richardson joins us. He's a Toronto lawyer and co-chair of the Alliance for the Defense of Canadian Sovereignty. John, what accounts for the increase? Well, that's a that's a very good question. Um, it, I think I would personally think there's two reasons for it. Uh, the first is that the um, intergovernmental agreement entered into between Canada and the United States allows for the Canadian banks to report any accounts with uh, that are defined as uh, with U.S. indicia, uh, even though there is a, a threshold of uh, $50,000. So it may well be that they're just uh, reporting anything without uh, in an abundance of caution without paying any attention to the threshold. Hmm. And I, I think that uh, another fact that reinforces that is that in 2018, Canada entered into the uh, Common Reporting Standard, uh, which is a similar agreement between Canada and European countries that does not have a de minimis threshold at all. So I think it's a combination of um, you know not paying as much attention to it as their discretion allows and the uh, Common Reporting Standard superimposed on this. Sounds like a bit of an invasion of privacy. Well, there's absolutely no doubt about that, absolutely no doubt. What's happening here is that, uh, first of all, Canada entered into an agreement with the United States where, first of all, get this, the United States is allowed to define anybody under the IGA as a U.S. person, meaning a person is reportable. In other words, somebody could you know, could go to sleep one night and uh, not be defined as a reportable person and wake up the next day and find they were a reportable person. Uh, secondly, this is automatic uh, information exchange. No suspicion of wrongdoing whatsoever. It's just, uh, one, identify those accounts. Two, send them right over to the Canada Revenue Agency who then forwards them to the IRS. And the wrongdoing that they were looking for was uh, offshore tax evasion. But uh, this is now bringing to attention a lot of people that had had no idea they needed to file a U.S. tax return are currently thinking, well, wait a minute, I, I am going to be forced to do this, or I better uh, better check and see if my information's been shared. How would you find out if your information has been shared? Well, my understanding is that the, uh, the CRA will, will uh, uh, tell you whether your information has been shared and or your bank. Uh, but I think that's all the information that you're going to be able to get, and there's uh, inconsistency in that as well. Uh, I know of some people who have determined that their information has been shared. Um, but, you know, let's not kid ourselves. This is nothing whatsoever to do with offshore tax evasion. This has to do with finding the accounts of, uh, you know, people who are resident in Canada, tax residents of Canada, your neighbor down the street who's just operating his day-to-day bank account, now, these people pay full taxes in Canada. I mean, the idea of somebody either coming or moving to Canada because Canada is a tax haven or is a way to avoid taxes is frankly laughable. I think that Canada has a, has a brutal tax system, and I think they're pretty good at collecting it. 
there are no tax evaders in Canada. What do you, what's your, I don't have a ton of time, John, because my show literally ends in about a minute, but what's your advice to Canadians that think they might be in the hot seat, seat here? Should they, you know, denounce their uh, U.S. citizenship if it, if it really isn't worth anything to them? Well, many of them are considering that, absolutely. But I think the first thing they ought to do is get confirmation on whether they fit the definitional requirements of who should be reported, that is, whether they're a U.S. person or not, as well as being a Canadian citizen. That's where I would start. Those who find out they are, they're largely uh, simply renouncing uh, their citizenship. And there are some who are just, uh, you know, ignoring the whole thing, completely bewildered, no idea what to do. Should our government do more to protect our info? Our own government? There's, a, there's, there's absolutely no question about that. Under no circumstances should Canada have entered into this agreement with the United States, nor should any other country have entered into this agreement with the United States. It's basically a financial sanction that the U.S. is imposing on the rest of the world, and it's the worst form of sanction because what's happening is the United States is going to other countries and simply defining citizens' residence, tax residence of those other countries as delinquent U.S. taxpayers and trying to force them into the U.S. tax system. John, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. John Richardson is a Toronto lawyer and co-chair of the Alliance of the Defense of Canadian Sovereignty, talking about how the IRS is getting um, nearly a million Canadian bank records, maybe from your financial institution, um, on citizens that just may have been born in the States and they pay their taxes here. Well, you might have to file an American tax uh, return as well.